All right, time for the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show once again. But before we go into this next podcast show, got to do some promotions and give some shout outs to some businesses that is going on, not just with me, but with the family inside the H-O-U-S-E. And that is Arigato Joey at SoundCloud.com. We also have in Atlanta, Georgia, Nails by Amani. You can find her on Facebook as well as YouTube. We have shopneallife.com forward slash F-O-R-R-E-S-T-H-E-A-L-T-H. That is the missus. Heavenlyhairbrand.com. And you can check her out at info at heavenlyhairbrand.com. And last but certainly not least, the newest of the businesses. And that is Forced Crafts and Custom Designs. And you can find me on Twitter at the profits picks or should i say at profits underscore picks and then you can also find me on my youtube channel and if you have any questions you can also email me the profits picks 2019 at gmail.com i'm on amazon audible iHeartRadio, pandora and whichever podcasting platforms you desire to utilize get ready another exciting entertaining profits picks football podcast show coming up right here right now everybody stay safe out there and enjoy the show coming up next one all right good afternoon welcome back to the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show on a Friday, November the 10th, 2023, as my company that I work for is observing today as Veterans Day. And we all know that Veterans Day will actually be on manana tomorrow. And for those of you that are working, hope your day is going very smoothly hopefully you can listen to one of my podcast shows and it'll help you to get through your day and for those of you out there that your job is like mine's and it's observing veterans day today then uh hope you're enjoying your day off like i am as in this podcast show i am going to talk to you about my perspective on the results in the game on last night now first and foremost before i go any further we all know that every season in the nfl there's always those games air quotes and i say that with air quotes games that at the end of the day um we're not going to want to watch them right games like last night two teams two teams with losing records and uh, going into the game the Bears the Bears only had two victories and uh, Carolina Panthers went into the game with only one victory and the Carolina Panthers still only have one victory and with that being said those games are not always the games that we want to watch we always want to watch those games that are just filled with excitement between two teams that have winning records and X, Y, and Z and blah, blah, blah. And the bottom line is you're just not going to get that all the time in the NFL. So with that being said, even though it was a game between two losing teams with losing records on last night, the game was still watchable. It was still viewable. It was still 
visually manageable. You're not going to always get that premier matchup between two teams with winning records that will more than likely be in the tournament in January. You're not going to always have that on Thursday night football, on Sunday night football, on Monday night football. You're definitely not going to always get that. However, with that being said, just because you're not always going to get that doesn't mean that the game still won't be exciting and interesting to watch. And with that being said, that game last night, a lot of storylines in it, as NFL games most certainly always do have just that storylines, air quotes with that statement as well. And last night, it was still an NFL game to watch. Guys, the NFL season is going to be over soon. Like, what are we really saying here? And now that I've said that, my prediction on last night, Chicago 23, Dub Bears, Carolina Panthers 13, and the final score was Chicago 16. Guess how many points the Carolina Panthers got? I said they were going to get 13. They got 13. Welcome back to the Province Fix Football Podcast. Thursday Night Football, Week 10. The results. I am now 24 and 6 in prime time going into week 10. Week 10 always starts, or should I say, each and every NFL week always starts on Thursdays. And my Thursday night record now improves from 7 and 2 to 8 and 2. And most importantly, I start out week 10, 1 and 0. It's always really good for me, anyways, to start an NFL week out with the victory. I don't know about y'all, but it makes me feel very good and very confident going into the slate of games for the up and coming Sunday. So Bryce Young did Bryce Young things. Bryce Young as a rookie quarterback also did rookie quarterback things on last night. Tyson Badgett, rookie quarterback out of nowhere also did what a rookie quarterback would do but he also made a lot of wise decisions with the communication with his offensive coordinator to get things done and get them done in the right way most important statistics first quarter carolina led seven to three i wasn't panicking i wasn't worried second quarter panthers scored three points the bears scored six points so at this point in time it was 10 to 9 halftime adjustments were made the bears came out scored a touchdown bears defense shut the panthers offense out in the third quarter fourth quarter a field goal for carolina no points scored for the bears but they didn't need it the defense got it done the defense complemented the offensive side of the football for the bears last night very well the carolina panthers still have not won a road game this season they go to 0 and 5 on the year 1 and 8 overall on the season they're gonna definitely have the first round draft pick and i'll elaborate more on that in a minute but trust me when i tell you that they're definitely gonna have the first round draft pick coming up this uh this april 2024 just mark my words on that the bears go to three and seven overall in a year and they are now one game away from having a 500 record at home. All right, 21 first downs for the Bears, a perfect balance of 10 on the ground, 
10 through the air. Panthers had 12 first downs. You get the gist of that there. Both teams had 15 third downs. Both teams had problems offensively converting those third downs. Only three of those were converted by the Panthers offense. Only six of the 15 converted by the Bears. Both teams were perfect on fourth down. The Bears had the uh, Philadelphia Eagles tush push and they executed it to perfection. So watch out. We may have another team in the NFL that knows how to, on the regular, execute that tush push. And then uh, the Panthers went three for three on fourth down. Wow, crazy. 11 total offensive drives for the Bears, but that's because they had the football not just a little bit longer, but they also had it at the end and they executed to hold on to the football until the game clock ran out. And then the Panthers had the football nine times, um, nine total drives in the game, 70 total plays for the Bears, uh, 57 total plays for the Panthers. Emphasis once again on the ball control and the execution of the Chicago Bears in that game all last night. With all of that being said, the Bears are still at the bottom of the NFC North. Panthers still at the bottom of the NFC South. Seven penalties, 44 yards for the Bears. Five penalties, 45 yards for Carolina Panthers. Time of possession for the Panthers, 26 minutes, 29 seconds. Time of possession for the Chicago Bears, 33 minutes and 31 seconds. Box score looks like this. Bryce Young, 21 for 38, 185, average 4.9 per. Touchdown pass, no. Interceptions, no. He was sacked three times, lost of 15 yards, overall rating of 66.4. Tyson Badgett, 20 for 33, 162 yards passing. 4.9 yards was the average per completion. A touchdown, no. An interception, no. Was he sacked? No. 73.0 quarterback rating, and the only reason why that rating was as low as it was, even though it was better than Bryce Young's, is because Tyson Badgett didn't throw a touchdown pass. He did run the football, though, six times for a, uh, for a total of 12 yards. And the Bears carried the football 37 times as a team for 133 yards. Dante Foreman got 80 yards on 21 carries and the only rushing touchdown of the game by either side um, in the game. Um... 185 receiving yards for the tight ends, H-backs, running backs, fullbacks, and uh, wide receivers for the Panthers. 162 receiving yards um, for the receivers, tight ends, H-backs, yada, yada, yada for the Chicago Bears. Uh, both teams averaged about the same amount. Neither of those teams, uh, receivers, whichever position that they played, did not have a receiving touchdown. Uh, frankly, Frankie Luby, the former New York Jet, 11 total tackles and then Derek Brown the defensive tackle from Auburn a few years ago in first round draft pick for the Panthers 10 total tackles 9 solo 2 passes defense 2 quarterback hits he was all over the field last night uh, TJ Edwards former Philadelphia Eagle 12 total tackles 5 solo uh, Jaquan Brisker an actual draft pick by the Chicago Bears organization 9 total tackles 5 solo tackle 4 loss and then a pass defense um, and that's basically your show it was a clean game uh, there weren't fumbles. There weren't interceptions thrown. It was just a clean game. Clean game all the way around. And uh, at the end of the day, guess what? That's the show. Told y'all. Not a lot to talk about. The game did not have that spectacularly interesting, questionable play call or uh, penalty call in the game where it was something that needed to be a long, drawn-out conversation. And the game also... Uh, as there were very few exciting moments in the football game, uh, there just was not a lot to go back and forth 
with when it comes to specific things in the game. We all know Bryce Young's story, and if we don't know Tyson Badgett's story by now, I would suggest you look it up. His dad, arm wrestling champion for years, arm wrestling champion, just took down everybody, guys bigger than him, taller and bigger than him, guys bigger than him but shorter than him, took these guys out as an arm wrestling champ. And Tyson Badgett, he looks like he is an executive student of the game. Wow. We, 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 this is why we're watching the NFL. We'll see what happens as the year progresses. I mean, are the Bears going to go ahead and bring Justin Fields back as their franchise starting quarterback? Will he take the role over when he recovers from that broken thumb? injured thumb whatever it is that's going on with his thumb or will Tyson Badgett be the guy for the rest of the year and will those talks of moving away from Justin Fields manifest itself in April of 2024 because that was one of the many rumors flying around the NFL and the sports world before the draft in April of this year and right in the middle of the draft of April 2023. This is why we got to be careful what we speak out of our mouth because now those trade talks and moving on from Justin Fields, it's manifesting right before our eyes if we really think about it because we got Tyson Badgett doing what it is that he's doing and he's giving us, he's giving us credence enough to now revisit that conversation about should the Bears move on from Justin Fields. I am in the category of no, I don't think you should move on from Justin Fields. I think you should find the right offensive coordinator marriage-wise to be married to Justin Fields and his style of play to help him to grow, to help him to be the best that he can be, to get everything that you can out of his potential. That's what I feel. However, how I always feel is not always respected or honored. And at the end of the day, I'm just your average armchair everyday Joe quarterback guy. My prediction, 23 to 13, the Bears, the actual final score, 16 to 13. 1 and 0 to start week 10. Everybody stay safe out there. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And to those that have served and died, have served and survived, thank you. To those of you that are currently serving, thank you. To those of you that will eventually make the ultimate decision with the ultimate sacrifice to serve our country, thank you. This has been Thursday Night Football, week 10. The results here on the Provis Picks Football Podcast. One.